I'm excited this morning. I'm talking about uh, a, a, a message called Centered. I did a series called Centered uh, about two and a half, three years ago. And uh, it was one of, it's been since then, one of the hallmark, um, you know, lifelong messages that I believe the Lord has put in my heart for the body of Christ. This is like, if I could preach one message, this would probably be it. Okay? And so I wanted to, even though it's, it's been two and a half years, I wanted to cram it all into one message this morning because why not? And then encourage you guys to live the centered life. Encourage you to live the centered life. So let's pray before we get started. Father, we thank you right now that you're good. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving in our lives. You're moving in our church. You're moving in our city. And we receive all the good things you have for us. Open our ears to hear what you're saying. Open our hearts to receive what you're doing. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're talking about being centered, specifically being centered on the cross. And so I want to explain what I mean. Now, years ago, when, when I first became pastor of VFC, I began to seek the Lord and say, okay, God, what is the point of Victory Fellowship Church? Because I don't know if you've noticed, but we have plenty of churches in the area, right? I mean, it's not like churches and hardware stores and liquor stores. I mean, we got them. We're good to go. Auto parts stores, we've got those. You know what I mean? We got churches. We're good. And so, you know, what, what, what's the point of VFC? What do you want us to do? And I began, as I was spending time with the Lord, I began to see the image of the cross. And you see it in the title, Centered. And you'll notice that the cross has two lines. It has a vertical up and down line. It also has a horizontal side-to-side line as well. The vertical represents our relationship with the Lord, while the horizontal represents our relationship with others. We want to arrive at our destination, and so we need both the horizontal and the vertical working together in unison. This forms an intersection where we can totally understand and have better accuracy when arriving at our destination, right? You guys, you use this all the time. I mean, our church building is located on uh, uh, U.S. Highway 19 North, right? And so that's great to know. It's on 19. Here's the problem. Uh, U.S. 19 runs all the way down to St. Petersburg, Florida, and goes all the way up to Erie, Pennsylvania. It connects the Gulf with the Great Lakes. And so if I say, if someone says, well, where's your church? I say, well, it's on 19. That doesn't say a whole lot. I mean, at least we know it's not in California. At least we know it's not, you know what I mean? But, but it's still not accurate enough. We only have one point, uh, only one line. We need a point of intersection. And so that's when you say, well, on the corner of 19 North and Highway Georgia, Highway 202. Uh, now we know where the church is. And y'all are like, I just use GPS. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> but, but so this intersection of the horizontal and the vertical helps us pinpoint where we're going. So I want to share with you where we're going. I want to share with you the, 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 the accurate uh, pinpoint of, of where I believe we are headed. And what I want, not just 
as a church, but for you individually. I want you to see how you can be centered on the cross as well. Now, if you look at the cross, and I got a picture here. If you look, you'll see that there's not just the, the vertical and the horizontal. But if you look at it, it's actually four different sections. On, on the vertical, the up and down, you have the bottom part, which is the longest part. You have the top part, um, and, and both of those make up the vertical. Okay? You also, on the horizontal, you have the left side and the right side as well. And so, as I begin to you know, hear from the Lord... On, on how to be centered, uh, he began to kind of name each part of the cross. So follow with me here. So he, he, the, the bottom part of the cross is growing deep, growing deep. And we'll talk about this in a, section, in a second. Uh, the top part of the, of the cross is growing up, growing up. The left side is reaching out, and then the right side is reaching in. Is reaching in. And so we see here that the, the four sections of the cross are growing deep, growing up, reaching out, and reaching in. If you are missing one of these sections of the cross, you don't have a cross, do you? So I believe that we are called not just as a collective church family, but as individuals to be seeking the Lord and making sure that we have all four sections of the cross happening in our lives, happening in our body, in our fellowship, okay? So that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to go over each uh, section. So the first one, is the down part, which is growing deep. This is first on purpose. This is, un, until you learn how to grow deep, it really doesn't matter anything else because you're not rooted and grounded in Christ. So um, when I say growing deep, I mean pursuing intimacy with the Father. Pursuing intimacy with the Father. I love, I've heard the word intimacy, uh, intimacy defined into me, see. It's being genuine. It's being authentic. It's, it's honesty. It's coming to the Lord. You know, there's a, there's a verse when Jesus talks with a woman at the well, and, and, and he says the time is coming and is now where people will worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. It's the truth part. It's the here I am, Lord. I'm not putting on airs. I'm not trying to act like I'm someone that I'm not. I'm not trying to act like I've got it all together because I don't. I'm just, I'm here. Here I am. Take me, right? And it's this idea of authenticity that brings about intimacy. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. It's a promise. Now, I was praying over that one day and I, I felt like I heard the Lord speak to me and say, I didn't say Meet me halfway. That's how I understood that verse to be. If you'll come halfway, I'll meet you there. I think the moment that we take one step, he comes the rest of the way. He didn't say to what degree you have to draw near. He just said begin to draw near and I will draw near to you. Amen? Amen. And so it's a promise from God that he wants to draw near. He didn't just say draw. 
He said, draw near. It's, it's intimacy. John 15, chapter, uh, John chapter 15, um, verse 4. I'm reading this in the New Living Translation. It says, remain in me. Other translations say, abide in me. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. Right? I mean, can you imagine walking in the woods and there's a, a branch just not connected to anything and it's got apples hanging off? That'd be really odd, right? You, you would know something's up. Why? Because we know inherently that a branch has to be connected to the source to bear fruit. Right? And that's what he's saying. He's saying, I am the source. A branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Not unless you read the latest book, not unless you watch all the, the TV preachers on TV, which read the latest book, watch the preachers on TV, that's fine. But that's not what makes you bear fruit. It's intimacy with the Lord. It's, it's carving out time to be with him. To talk to him without agenda. Now, the Lord loves you, and he wants your prayer requests. He does. He does. He wants your prayer requests, and he he wants you to come to him knowing that he loves you and wants to answer your prayer requests. But he also just wants to spend time abiding and remaining together. Amen? So how do we grow deep? We, we grow deep. We, we get, we, we get um, a hint here by what part of Jesus' body was on the lower half of the cross. Jesus' knees were on this part of the cross. Jesus' knees were there. And similarly, whatever you bow your knee to in worship is whatever you'll have the most intimacy with. What are you, whatever you'll have the most closeness with. Again, spending time in his presence. Whatever you worship, you will become. We become what we behold. And as you behold the glory of the Lord, 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, as we behold the glory of the Lord, we're changed from glory to glory to glory. And so I, I encourage you, we've got to grow deep. You've got to grow deep. As a church, we have to grow deep. And part of our plan, our strategy for you growing is to grow deep. This is why we offer things like Friday Night Fire. Once a month, the first Friday of every month, except when we cancel it like last Friday. But once a month, the first Friday of every month, we get together and we worship. No agenda. We don't even take up an offering, y'all. That's a miracle. You know, that's just, it's intimacy with the Lord. It's, it's just spending time with him. It's learning, training ourselves to, to worship him. Look, the Empower Conference this coming weekend, it's, we're going to learn how to grow deep. Things like Monday night prayer. When you come to Monday night prayer and you spend a couple hours, many of us, just being honest, the idea of spending two hours in prayer is like, ugh. I don't, man, I could watch a whole movie. Maybe even a Lord of the Rings movie in that amount of time, right? But I'm telling you, if you come to Monday Night Prayer, you'll be like, whoa, it's time to go already? I'm telling you, because there's that, there's that spirit of intimacy that's there. It's every Monday at 7. It's, just, it's another opportunity for you to grow deep. 
And so this is the first one. This is the first one. Look, we're going to get to growing up in just a second, but I have to warn you, your growing up is only as good as your growing deep. It, 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 it's only, your public ministry is only as good as your private ministry. Your, what people see in public is only as good as what they don't see in private. So this is first. We've got to start with growing deep first. And so it's my plan for you, we at VFC, we have a strategy for you to grow deep. It's, it's called these things, Friday Night Fire, Monday Night Prayer, Empower Conference. These are the things that help you grow deep. Amen? The next part of the cross is the top part, and that's growing up. And that's growing up. This is also important. Now, what do I mean by growing up? Growing up I mean increasing in spiritual maturity. Increasing in spiritual maturity maturity. So just like growing deep was intimacy with the Father, growing up is increasing uh, looking like him, acting like him, um, representing his kingdom. Turn to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And we're going to read 17 through 24. So the last point was like real ooey-gooey. God loves you. Draw near. Oh, it's going to be so great. This is a grow-up verse, okay? Just warning you. Okay, strap in real quick. So this is the Apostle Paul, and he says, With the Lord's authority I say this. See, sometimes, sometimes you just got to say, Hey, what I'm about to say is important and true. Listen up. That's what he's saying. He's like, This is not my opinion that I'm giving you. This is the word of the Lord for you, Okay? With the Lord's authority, I say, live no longer as the Gentiles do. There's the, there's the, the, non, the non-Jews and the heathens. For they are hopelessly confused. Man, do you, I mean, I see that right now. In the world. People are so confused right now. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they've closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you've heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. We've been talking a lot about walking in the Spirit over the last uh, series. Walking in the Spirit. Being led by the Spirit. Renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Man. So, what's Paul saying? He's saying, grow up. Look, you've been saved, you've been redeemed. God loves you. He accepted you as you are or he wouldn't have died for you. Okay, So, he takes care of the acceptance part first. And he says, look, just draw near to me. Draw near to me. Grow deep. But once you grow deep, look, there is a destination. There, you, God saved you with a purpose and it's so that you might get to work. But he can't use you until you grow up. Right? He can't use you until you grow up to a degree. Now, I love this. It says, it says, throw off, verse 22, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life. And put on, it's, it's like, take off, it's like a robe, like the robe, the cloak of nastiness, of sin, uh, of deprivation, of, of, of just living for yourself. Just take that thing off. It's an old, dirty, nasty garment. 
and instead put on the righteousness of God. It says put on your new nature. See, before Jesus died on the cross, you didn't have an option. You could only mess up, screw up. You didn't in sin. You didn't even have the option to do what's right. But now that Jesus has died and risen again and has offered you salvation, now you have the option to walk not in your own righteousness, but in his righteousness. It's like you're standing in line and you're like, man, I am so dirty and nasty. And you're standing in line and he's waiting and he gets to give you his robe, his coat, his clothes that are pure and clean. Isn't that good? But we have to learn to reach out. So how do, I mean, we have to learn to, uh, to, grow, um, to grow up. So how, how do we grow up? How do we grow up? Well, what part of Jesus' body was on the cross at the top part? It was his head, right? It was his head. And so in the same way, our mind is key to growing up. We have to have a mind change. We, the Bible calls this repentance, okay? Repentance is not going down to the altar and, and you know, crying snot bubbles. That, that, that means sometimes that happens, and that's great. But repentance, it's it, it just the easiest definition is a mind change. It's where you change your mind where you're going in one direction. It's a course correct, and then you start going another direction, the right direction towards the Lord. Okay? That's what repentance is. I love the example uh, that we used when we were talking about the kingdom of God earlier this year. I don't know if you remember, but I had Tiff, uh, she was sitting on the stairs, and I said that the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, the kingdom of God has drawn close to you with the intention of connection. And so God has lifted out his hand to us. But if Tiff doesn't reach out and grab my hand to help her up, she hasn't repented. Even if she reaches out her other hand or her foot, she hasn't repented because she's trying to connect in the wrong way. And so we have to, in order to grow up, we have to repent. We have to change our mind. We've got, we've got things here to help you grow up. We've got a strategy for your spiritual walk here to help you grow up. As a matter of fact, Two of the biggest ones are our school of ministry are starting in just a few weeks, 101 and 102. This is our, this is our main way of discipling you. Uh, besides Sunday morning services, 101 and 102 that start on Sunday nights is a way that you can learn to grow up. Attending Celebrate Recovery. Celebrate Recovery is on Tuesday nights. It's a discipleship program for people with hurts, habits, and hangups. That's why it exists. It's a great way to grow up. We have summer teaching series during the summer. We, we, had, uh, we had a financial class this past summer. We had um, a, a fitness, and no, it wasn't fitness. It was nutrition. I, I, I paid a lot of attention. Um, that my wife taught. It was good. It was on nutrition and, and, and being healthy so that you can do what God's asked you to do. Um, and then we had a class on evangelism, you know, how, how, to, how to evangelize in a not weird way, okay? And so we have these classes. These are grow-up classes. Look, take full advantage of them. Take full advantage of them. They're for you. They're for you. They're not for the church. They're for you, okay, because you are the church. We, we don't just, we don't have these programs to say that we have programs so that we can put something fancy on our website so that we can fill up our, our church calendar 
We have these for you. Are you growing up? Are you taking advantage? Are you growing deep? Are you growing up? Are you doing both? And so this has to do with our connection, our vertical connection with the Lord. The other part of the cross, remember, is horizontal. And that's our relationship with others. And so the first one I want to talk about is reaching out. This is the left-hand part of the cross, reaching out. And reaching out is simply helping other people. That's what reaching out is, helping other people. Whatever they need, uh, providing that. If you look at Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Just as an aside, in the middle of this passage, he says, And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. How many of you want to please God? Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, so we see here, if you want to know how to please God, he's going to look at how you're helping others. Not how you're helping yourself. Right? So if you want to make God happy, if you just want to make his day, then get up in the morning and say, Lord, how can I reach out? How can I help someone else? Because that is the sacrifice that pleases God. That's what makes him happy. You know, Jesus' left hand was on that side of the cross, on the reaching out side. And, and in the same way, we should we should provide for the poor. We should help the downtrodden and the needy. We should also, part of reaching out is not just giving food um, and shelter and and, and love in in practical, tangible ways. That's part of it. It's also the supernatural, praying for the sick, right? It's also uh, speaking words of encouragement over someone, right? It's being, uh, well, what do I do? Look, if you become, if you train yourself to become other-focused, it won't be a problem figuring out how to help people. There's so much need. It's amazing how much need there is, okay? Again, uh, financial need, physical need, emotional need. Look, we're all needy. And so many of us, we think, well, I can't help anyone because I'm in such sad shape myself. Well, guess what? Guess how you grow up? By reaching out. You will actually get what you need when you begin to supply what someone else needs. It's a kingdom principle. And so reaching out is really, really important. We have to continue to reach out to a lost and dying world and represent the love of Christ. Represent, represent the love of Christ. Look, some of you, you are called, you are the ones that are called to present Jesus to others. And so we have to reach out. Look, we've got ways for you to do that. We have a plan. We have a strategy for your spiritual growth here. This looks like the food pantry. Hey, that's really easy. A way to just give people food. That makes God happy. It makes God happy. We've, I think, uh, so I don't remember this year's totals, but last year we gave away thousands of meals. Thousands of meals. It was amazing. Being a part of the welcome team. The coffee team, the greeters, the welcome center, serving at Celebrate Recovery. The VFC street team, which we'll be doing some stuff soon. Um, altar ministry team is reaching out, 
right? At the end of the service, we're going to call up a team of people who are prayed up and ready to minister to you supernaturally. You could be on that team. You have to go through the training and you have to you know, do what's necessary, but you could be on that team. Well, I'm not perfect. Well, neither is anyone else up here. What qualifies them is that they're willing and that, and that they go through the necessary steps to get trained. So that, that's a way to reach out as well. So do you see? So I just want you to understand. So this is, this is, a, part, this is a part of the cross. It's got to be, if we're going to be centered, where are, are the, the two axes, axes, whichever, however you say that, where they're both in operation, intersection of the two, we've got to be centered. This is an important part, reaching out. Do you see that? Do you see that? And then lastly, the right side of the cross is reaching in. Is reaching in. Uh, turn to um, Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 25. Reaching in is simply this. It's developing close-knit, deep relationships with other believers. That's what reaching in is. Developing close-knit relationships with other believers. So reaching out was reaching out into the world and creating change. But reaching in is reaching in to the family and becoming a part of the community. Hebrews 10, 25, it says, Let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. There are some, I encourage you, if you get, just have some free time, or you want to be intentional about Bible study, just search in like a Bible dictionary or, or, or something like that. Search one another. Just search it and look at all the verses where we're instructed to love one another, serve one another, do good to one another, right? It's crazy. There's so much one anothering going on. It says encourage one another. Look, you were meant for community. You were meant for community. Jesus didn't disciple individuals. He discipled in groups. There was the close three, there was the 12 disciples, there were the 70 he sent out, and there were the hundreds that he visited after his resurrection. Now, he does, salvation is individual, but discipleship, I'm not talking about salvation, discipleship is in groups. He mentors people in groups, okay? Jesus' right hand was on this part of the cross, so we must extend the right hand of fellowship. Look, I, I know it's weird to... Go up to someone and introduce yourself and say, hi, will, will you be my friend? I mean, I know that's, you know, sometimes we feel like, eh, what's that movie? I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking to be loved. I, I get it. It can be awkward. It can be awkward, right? But, but you've got to get over that and, and get in community. Get in community. This was the area of our church life at VFC, years ago when the Lord showed me this, this was the area where I could not honestly say we were doing a good job. And so we created FaceTime groups. We created FaceTime groups, and it was nuts. And I can't believe people actually did. I canceled our Wednesday night service. We used to have Wednesday night service here at church. It was like Sunday morning light. Like everyone came in. Huh? And then we had worship. Ha ha. And then there was like a sermon and stuff. And it was great. But attendance was, eh, it's all right. 
because it was just another thing to do. We had already done it on Sunday. And so when the Lord began dealing with me about community and reaching in, and I, I honestly, it, it, the truth was is that the biggest complaint we heard about VFC is that it's hard to get connected. And it was. So we canceled Wednesday night service. And we went to small groups. And many of you, I'd say the majority of you, are going to small groups now. And it's awesome. You feel so connected, don't you? And you, and you, 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 you may be at the first service. There could be a whole new group of you at second service. And maybe you aren't here on the same, at the same time this Sunday. But many of you, Wednesday, you'll get to see each other. And you'll get to do life together on Wednesday. So I encourage you, so FaceTime groups, Chocolate Cafe, ladies, we've, we've got the Chocolate Cafe coming up in a couple weeks, game night, come on, it's fun to play games without men there, because it's not ultra competitive usually, although some of you women, my wife won't play like Taboo or, or those games categories, she won't play with me, she can't, I, I, something happens to me, and I'm just like, I must win, you know, so. Y'all enjoy, y'all enjoy game night. Look, guys, we have a men's ministry. Our last event got canceled, but, but I I'm, I'm think we're still planning on having like a cornhole tournament. Who knew throwing bags of corn into a little hole could be so much fun? It is. It's, it's, it is. So we've got, we've got a men's ministry that's doing stuff. Look, get involved. Look, I, I can't make you. And even if I did, you'd only show up for me, and then you wouldn't come the next time. I'd have to make you then again, and I don't have that kind of time. You're going to have to make the decision that you want to not just reach out, but reach in. Look, the intersection of all four sections of the cross, Jesus' heart was over the center. We want to reach the heart of Jesus, both as a church and in your personal life. You have to have all four parts of the cross in operation in your life. And we have to ask ourselves, are we reaching the center? Are we reaching the heart of Jesus? Are you growing deep? Come on, be honest. Are you growing deep? Are you doing the things necessary to build intimacy with the Father? Are you growing up? Are you letting that greasy grace take over and how Jesus loves me, I don't have to change? Look, you need to change because you got a job to do. Are you growing up? Are you reaching out? Are you thinking of something beyond yourself? And are you reaching in and being a part of a... Look, y'all are awesome. See, I have the benefit of like knowing most of you and y'all are great. The problem is y'all don't know each other. And so that's why you've got to get involved and reach in as well. So that's my question to you. Are you reaching the heart of Jesus this morning? Let's stand for prayer.